It is Monday, October 31st, 2022. This is another edition of Baseball Today presented to you by SeatGeek. That is my man, Trevor Plouffe. I am Chris Rose, producer Dan, along for the ride as well. On the day of game three of the World Series as things shift to Philly. And they keep telling me it's this dress-up night around the country. Halloween. It is. Yeah, well, it depends. Some people dress up. Some people's real, true identity comes out tonight. That's what a lot of people say. You are who you want to be tonight. Like, I'm going to be Amon Targaryen or Wayne's World Wayne. Mm. I haven't decided yet. Okay. I'm more of an what Amon are, uh, Targaryen guy, like I think. Well, this year, they wanted to be scary for the first time. It wasn't about, like, being, like, a superhero or a princess. So, Isla, believe it or not, my beautiful... Little girl wanted to be the Grim Reaper. So she's the Grim Reaper. Oh and she's got a pretty spooky con- uh, costume. And then my son is like a scary teddy bear. He has a mask and like some blood on it. It's yeah, it's interesting. You know, they go through phases. They sure do. We'll, we'll, we'll be talking about Halloween costumes coming up a little bit later in the show. Yeah. But let's get to it. It's going to be nuts in Philly. I have no idea what I, it. I mean, on Halloween night, who the hell knows what all the freaks are going to do. I cannot wait to see. <laughs> so it's Lance McCullers going for the Astros in a 1-1 series. And it's Noah Syndergaard, not Ranger Suarez, getting the ball. Suarez pitched in relief in game one. They wanted to give him an extra day. Syndergaard hasn't seen a lot of mound action in the postseason run for Philadelphia. How concerned should Philly fan be? I mean, I, I, they knew this game was coming, so I don't think you should be too concerned. You were going to have to get through a bullpen day, and and that's what this is. This isn't like a mm-hmm. Syndergaard start right. day. It's, he's opening, and I think they're looking to get three out of him. I think that's probably the consensus, and that's no easy task against this Astros lineup. So we'll see how they go. Uh, but everyone's rested because of the off day. You know, Syndergaard is one of those pitchers. I, I, I like watching him in starts like this because we've seen, like, what he was when he first came up and, you know, we've seen him pitch in the world series before when he, uh, who, who was the leadoff hitter that he just, it was uh, right away. Escobar that he buzzed his tower. Remember they even talked about it, right? The Mets were down, I think two nothing. And they were like, we got to make a statement. And part of the statement was that the Royals were too comfortable in the box. So first pitch. Yeah. He bow tied him out there. I don't think you're going to see that today, but although Altuve is the same way, we'll talk about what's going on with him. Uh, but now he's, he doesn't have that electric stuff necessarily anymore, uh, Thor. So you got to learn how to pitch and locate. And like, he's going to have to locate against this Astros lineup. And, you know, for Phillies fans, if you see him getting in trouble, I'm sure Thompson's going to have a short leash ready to go. But I, I, you know, I think he could pitch. Well, I think he'd get through three innings. He just has to locate. Yeah, I would, you know, if I'm setting the over under, it's probably two and two thirds, right? I mean, that's right where it is. So I agree with your number. Two appearances so far in the postseason, five and a third, one run allowed, three hits. Pretty damn good, Mm -hmm. right? He's had a long layoff in between appearances. um, So this is nothing new for him. Now I go back, you have to remember, he's just like Brandon Marsh. He came from the Angels mid-season to Philadelphia. So he has seen this lineup before a couple of times, two starts against the Angels this year. Back in April, his first start as a halo, five shutout innings, two hit ball. Mid-July was a mess. Only went four innings, three runs, gave up four walks. If he's walking the world against Houston, then take the under on the two and two-thirds. He's not going to stick around. They're just not going to be able to do that. 
Um, I'm excited for him, though. You know, I mean, I think Thor is one of the more interesting pitchers that we've seen over the last seven, eight years because we were like, holy shit. Here's this guy who looks like an Adonis with hair down to his freaking ass, and he throws a bazillion. And it just – it never clicked for him, right? Health-wise, didn't work out for him. And then when he is back, he's definitely not 99 anymore. No, I mean, he – I know he's a hard worker, and that's why I'll, I'll root for him. Yeah. I don't have a dog in this fight. I want to see a good game. I don't want to see the Phillies get down 5 nothing again. I mean, geez, I let, let's, let's not do that. Let's have a game, no. you know, get into the six where the score is close without having to come back. Although game one was just incredible. Insane. But, yeah, you want this crowd that's ha- that has its first World Series experience since 2009 to be in it the whole time, just as a baseball fan. Yeah. And part of that yeah. will be Jose Altuve going making right turns into the dugout instead of left turns towards second and third and home three knocks in Houston's game two win how big a headache is he now for Philly moving forward a, ma- a migraine type headache that's what he is you know it's it's funny because we saw him struggle in the beginning of the postseason then he comes out first pitch against Wheeler and finds his timing I know he's ambushing I know he's he's hunting heaters right there he got the one he wanted uh, but sometimes that's all it takes as a hitter. You know, you feel that solid contact again. You're like, oh, that's where I need to be. Next to bat, what does he do? Pitch way out of the zone like slider, smacks it back up the middle. First one was the left field, the double. Then he goes up the middle on like a slider down the way. And then against Brogdon, he hit a ball over his head to right field. That's a bad sign for the Phillies. When he's playing magician like he can uh, with that bat, it's – Thor might have to bow tie him first pitch, dude, because he I, I'm telling you, man, that first at bat got him right. He found the barrel onto the ball, and then it just becomes like that's what it feels like. So if he's gonna go off like that and and start the game off, get on base and, and be a nuisance like that, it's gonna be difficult for for Philly to contain this Astros team. Cause if if he goes, they go. I really believe that. Since starting the playoffs 0 for 25. Record futility. He is seven for his last 16. So he's almost hitting 500 since then. I also read a stat earlier today that Altuve was second to Aaron Judge in slugging percentage on fastballs. You got to get him off the heater. I know that he can dink and dunk his way on base too, but I'm going to, I'll take that risk. The guy's got 23 career playoff homers and he is amazing, man. I cannot believe he handles the high fastball as well as he does. Aren't you shocked? No, because like the the smaller guys in my experience have ha- handled the fastball at the top of the zone better. I don't know what it is. I mean, the one he hit to right field was like over his head, basically. Right. But he's got that right. back control, man. Yeah, he does. And so the answer to the question is, yeah, he's on. He is <laughs> on. And I don't know what you do about it because you don't want to walk him. Uh, just for the guys that are, you, you can't put guys on base for, you got to make them more earn their way on for, you know, the, yeah. Uh, and if he gets on, you know, he's doing, he's stealing. We saw yeah, it. He can still run. He can still was run it the first, was it the first game where he uh, got the blooper and didn't get the second? And then he stole immediately right away. JT made that good throw. And then in the second game, he actually did throw him out. So that's a little fun, like uh cat and yeah. mouse game to watch like totally. JT versus Altuve. Cause you know, he's going. Yeah. It's, God Almighty, he is just such a difference maker when he's when he's on fire. 
such a difference maker. Yes. Today's edition of Baseball Today presented to you by our friends over at SeatGeek. We want to get you the best seats in the house and save you money. You can use the code word JOHNBOYPLAYOFFS. That is all one word, all caps, for 10% off your order, whether you are a first-time buyer or not. That's a big deal. Usually this is a deal reserved for first-time buyers. Nah. You can be a rookie. You can be a returning customer. John Boy Playoffs. Use this. Get the best seats. If you've never used SeatGeek, here's the deal. Pick up your phone right now. Go to the App Store. Download the SeatGeek app. It helps you find the best deals for all your ticket needs. So if you want to go to a World Series game in Philly over the next few days, if it returns to Houston, uh, NFL fan, college football, NBA, NHL, concert goer, whatever it is, they will help decipher what are the best seats in the house. They rate every ticket on a scale of 0 to 10 to make sure you're getting the best deal possible. They also color code it. So green is good, red is bad. I actually used the SeatGeek app last week to go get my Cavs uh, Clippers tickets. They're coming out to L.A. really soon. And so I followed the color code. And I was like, sure enough, these look like pretty good seats. So if you need help, they are there. Download the SeatGeek app. John Boy Playoffs, 10% off your order, whether you are a rookie buyer or a returning customer. We'll see you at the game, the concert, or whatever you do very, very soon. All right, we continue on with the playoffs. Um, who's going to make the biggest impact from either team during this three-game set in Philadelphia? I think it's going to be Altuve, but since we already talked about him, I'll go somewhere different. Like. I mentioned it. He goes that Houston goes and he has the ability to kind of quiet that crowd down uh, quite a bit. If he starts a game off with a punch, uh, I'm going to say Reese Hoskins though, for the Philadelphia oh. Phillies, because every article that you read, every post-game interview that you listen to or watch, they are mentioning the Phillies are mentioning playing back at home and the crowd and the energy that they have. And, you know, I, I normally don't give that too much credence, but it's been every single person in that locker room is mentioning it. It's like they're they're feeding off of that. And we know Philly's definitely the underdog in this series. The Astros just have a better team on paper and they're, they just have more depth. But if you can bring in the crowd and 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 Reese seems to like kind of he's been drawing off it. A lot of his damage has come at home. If he can be that guy and and, and hit some homers in some big spots, um I think we're going to be talking about Reese Hoskins for, you know, World Series MVP. I think he's got to get going. If he does, look out. Phillies, the Phillies, they need the crowd to be in this. And I think Reese is a guy that kind of like gets the crowd up and going. He's their guy. Well, the nice thing about Reese Hoskins is he doesn't hit a little wall scrapers. So when he hits them, he knows it. And immediately that bat is getting fired. It's getting flipped. Something fun. So you're right. I mean, they need him to be there. Uh, I don't know if he's the right guy. I actually lean a little bit more toward Houston here, and I'm going to go with Yuli Gurriel, who continues to shine in the playoffs. You know, I didn't realize what a shitty regular season he had. Wasn't he good. Was terrible. I think he hit under 250 and had a negative war. And this is a guy who's been a good defender at first base and a proven hitter in his time in Houston. I mean, just solid. You know, Altuve, Jordan. Bregman might get the highlight, you know, all the uh, accolades and all that. But Guriel has just been a constant grinder there. And he didn't do it. But he's done it here in the playoffs. He's hitting 342. 
I expect it to continue. He's a ball player, man. Through and through. You can put him anywhere you want. He's going to shine. Yeah, I was surprised to see his overall numbers as I went back and prepped for the postseason. Uh, but he's one of those guys where it's like reset button starts. He understands what the playoffs mean, and he can just get going, and he's done that. Maybe my answer should change to, like, the crowd. It's everywhere I look, they're mentioning the crowd. Bryce Harper feeding off that excitement is going to be fun. I want to see the, the big bashes. I want to see that okay. crowd going wild, man. I do. Well, let me ask you this. I know you never played in the playoffs, but you did play in some. I know the regular season is different than October, Just, and I get it. Okay. Did Were you ever impacted by a crowd one way or another? Maybe my younger years uh, to start off, you can get a little nervous, especially if you're moving around. Like for me, it was going to the outfield. I didn't have a lot of experience out there. I was pretty nervous in general just to play. And then you have the crowd kind of on you. Uh, I made an air in Yankee Stadium one time in right field. And the crowd was, was on me. And, and that was one time they definitely affected me. I was like, damn, man, I got to get the, I got to get back in the fucking dugout. I need to get out of here. But you, you, you learn to just kind of like shut all that out. You know, I, I know, look, again, this is completely different from whatever I did on the baseball field, the World Series and, you know, the magnitude of it. There's pressure there that I never experienced. Uh, but these guys at this point now, I think they're like excited for that. Like, it, it you don't, you're not scared of it anymore at this point. You're you're asking for it. You want that. And you talk to people who have played in the World Series. They hate baseball other than the World Series from then on. It's like that's all they can dream about. So it's, I mean, this is this is it, man. This is what baseball fans want to see. Raucous environment, Halloween, Philly. This is everything, man. By the way, I want to throw one other stat in there. I forgot while I was talking about El Tuve. One matchup to watch. Is he against David Robertson? Obviously faced him a lot when he was with the Yankees, so it's a little bit different. You know, both guys are a bit older. Three for nine, a couple of bombs, big Who's one this? in the playoffs. So in case things get interesting. Who who no versus thing. Robertson? I missed that. Altuve. Ah, uh, that's, yeah. Just in case Robertson's trying to close something out or get out of a jam or something and Altuve comes up. I mean, I know Fox will be all over that, but. Just something to keep in mind. That's it. Okay. All right. Um, I do want to backtrack a second because we weren't, we didn't work on Sunday. Uh, so game two. Fromber was obviously the big, big story. Kept those Philly bats quiet. A lot of the talk during the game, after the game, was him doing this, going to his wrist, then rubbing the baseball, all that sort of stuff. Robbie Thompson was asked about it afterward. Did, did you, did your dugout notice Valdez uh, rubbing out his hand at all? Yeah, we did, and, and I know it's, I just got it from uh, KG. It's all over Twitter. You know, the umpires check these guys after almost every inning, and, and if there's something going on, then we'll be able to take care of it. But you saw it, and there was no concern in your mind? Yeah, but we saw it the last time you started, too. So. Okay. As a former hitter, did this whole thing bother you? No, I mean, I think Sopper had the right answer there. And we shouldn't be afraid or, you know, not wanting to question what's going on when it looks suspicious. Like, I think that's been my take on this the whole time. If you look suspicious, like people are going to check you. And like uh, clearly what he was doing looks suspicious. But Topper's right. They check these guys every single inning when they come off. And, you know, like if 
if they find something, they'll do something about it. I don't think it, it changed anything. You can go look at some of the numbers, and I don't think much changed there to, to think mm-hmm. about it. And then after the game, Framber's like, you know what? I've been doing that. And it seems like he does it on purpose just so we're talking about it or the other team is talking about it. So a little mm-hmm. bit of gamesmanship, which is great. But like if you're if you're him, you can't be you can't be like if you're getting questioned, you can't be offended by it because clearly, you know what you're doing. It definitely looks suspicious when you're rubbing things and going straight to the ball like pitchers got themselves into this mess. okay? but I think, again, Topper had the right assessment of it. Yeah, we saw it. But the umpires are checking in. You know, if we really think something's going on, if we read numbers and they're spiking on the spin, we'll check. But that wasn't the case. Well, can we be honest here? Nobody in an Astros uniform is ever going to get the benefit of the doubt if the rules are being bent. Just not. And that's the bed they're lying in right now. And I agree with you. I think Framber's enjoying this. If he's (laughs) getting checked and there's nothing on there, by the way, what could be on there, right? I mean, is it, you know, I know there was big talk of certain guys who were putting sunblock on themselves, even though they were pitching in domes. Or at night. I mean, that happens. Yeah, that's uh, sunscreen and sweat and rosin. It's pretty sticky. Yeah. So we also know the sweat rosin thing is legal. All that stuff. So I don't know what to make of it. I don't know what it's doing to the baseball. I don't know what it's not doing to the baseball. I think that if we get to a game six and he's back out there on the mound in Houston, you damn well better believe that Fox is going to be all over it. And that's all anybody's going to be talking about, good or bad. Yeah, well, it's funny because he, like, changed his glove. He changed his shoes. And people are like, what's he doing with those shoes? It's like, what is he doing with those shoes? I don't know. Maybe he had a blister, What, what can you do with shoes? <laughs> I don't know. What, I, mean, I don't really? know, dude. But there's a lot. Look, again, this is – it's okay to question stuff when it's suspicious. And it is suspicious. It's funny. And, like, you know, I love that he acknowledged it. He's like, I do this stuff out in the open. I want hitters to see me grabbing this, rubbing this, so they're thinking about that instead of the pitch I'm about to throw to them. Okay, if you were the Phillies, would you ask for a check of him? Did they make a mistake not asking? Um, I don't know. Like the only reason you would do it, like like I said, is if you saw something with the spin changing, or if you if you wanted to reverse the gamesmanship and try to get him off his game. But that kind of plays into, you know, probably what he wants. I don't know. Maybe people are just looking for the Astros because they are always think that they're cheating one way or another. He's just filthy too. He's just filthy. He's been like, this is a guy that had how many quality starts in a row? Like, right. This, this is who millions guys. Yeah. Yeah. All right. Last one. Obviously we mentioned the top of the show. It's October 31st. It's Halloween favorite costume you've ever worn either as a kid or as an adult. I'll see. That's, I'll give two. As a kid, I had this mummy costume that my mom made me, and I probably wore like I wore it like four years in a row until I, I couldn't even put it on anymore. It was a really good one, warm. Everything was perfect about it. I have lots of pictures in that thing. Um, but as an adult, and probably my favorite ever is when I dressed up as Aragorn, and my wife was Arwen. Um, had a great costume. Really channeled some things that are deep inside of me there. Uh, so I, I'll say that one's my favorite. You. Uh, I've got two of them, probably both as an adult. I think I showed you the Brett Michaels one I did when I was on the best yeah. damn sports show period, it's which good. is pretty good. The makeup and hair people that day crushed it. They gave me the, like the tattoos. They drew his exact tattoos and stuff. Um, it's interesting. Cause I've kind of become friendly with Brett Michaels over the years. 
And so I sent him a picture one time. He's like, dude, that rocks. That's awesome. Like, yeah, it's solid. <laughs> and then I also did one. I did a funny one in my early 20s when I was working in Cincinnati. There was this show called Talk, Talk Soup. Do you remember the actor Greg Kinnear? Also a yeah. late night talk show host. Mm -hmm. He used to host this show called Talk Soup where it was just in front of a green screen. And it, it, it made fun of all the daytime talk. Jerry Springer, Maury Povich moments. That's what it did. And I walked around with a big piece of cardboard and the Talk Soup label over me. And when I was in Los Angeles visiting my brother, I dropped off a picture at the studios where they taped Talk Soup and it made it on TV. It's like, <laughs> I think that's one step above putting a lampshade on your head. For So it was funny. <laughs> I like that. My first like breakfast that. stardom. You could do uh, Fred Durst in a pinch if you needed one for tonight. Definitely could. You, you Definitely got that could. in the back. However, I will not be trick-or-treating. My sons are 22 tomorrow and 17. Uh, and the Browns play a Monday night football game, and I'll be watching game three of the World Series. So Rose wow. will get his ass in his theater, and that's what he's going to be doing. I love that for you, dude. Order some Chinese food tonight. Uh, I think that's what we're doing, oddly enough. It's a great love call. That. I don't know how they're going to get through the sea of kids on our street because our street is one of those like. Oh, are you ways. passing out candy or do you just put it outside? I think Michelle wants to pass out candy. She would much rather pass out candy than listen to three Rose kids MF <laughs> the Browns on Monday. <laughs> She's like, yeah, I'm going to go out there, drink wine, and man out uh, candy. Um, nice. All right. So listen, we're back at it again tomorrow. We appreciate everybody hanging out with us today. Rose rotation, obviously. The shooting schedule has been a little off. BattleBots wrapped last night. I appreciate everybody's understanding. We're taping Trevor May tomorrow, probably for a Wednesday release. A lot of stuff to get to with him. Obviously, Mets season, his impending free agency. We're going to be talking about checking the pitchers, all sorts of stuff. Um, a lot of stuff coming up. So, as always, we appreciate it. For producer Dan, my man Trevor Plouffe, I am Chris Rose. We will see you Tuesday here on Baseball Today.